0: Hey, Joel. What up? Would you say that companies find it hard to attract the right candidates to apply for their jobs? Well, Jobs to Careers thought so. (laughs) Jobs to Careers? You mean Talroo. Talroo? Yeah, Talroo. T-A-L-R-O-O. What is that? Like
1: a cross between talent and a kangaroo?
0: (laughs) No, it's the cross between talent and recruiting. But Taoru was focused on predicting, optimizing, and delivering talent directly to your email or ATS. uh Aha. Okay. So it's totally data driven talent
1: attraction, which means the Taoru platform enables recruiters to reach the right talent at the right time and at the right price. Okay. So that was weirdly intuitive, but yes. Guess what the best part is? <laughs> let me uh, let me take a shot
0: here. You only pay for the candidates Talru delivers. Holy shit. Okay. So you've heard this before. So if you're out there listening in podcast land and you are attracting the wrong candidates, and we know you are, Mm -hmm. or you feel like you're in a recruiting hamster wheel and there's just nowhere to go, right? You can go to talruh.com slash attract. Again, that's talruh.com slash attract and learn how Talru can get you better candidates for less cash. Or... Just go to
1: chadcheese.com and click on the Tauru logo. I'm all about the simple. You are a
0: simple man. Love yes, the Precious. Lost yes, the Miss Precious
1: Canada's What's that so simple precious? Yes. <laughs> like Shark Tank, then you'll love Firing Squad. Chad Soash and Joel Cheeseman are here to put the recruiting industry's bravest, ballsiest, and baddest startups through the gauntlet to see if they've got what it takes to make it out alive. Dig a foxhole and duck for cover, kids. The Chad and Cheese Podcast is taking it to a whole other level. Uh, I'm a little bit salty, Chad. Oh. A little bit salty. The, the summer heat is wearing on me. Um, you're back from Europe to be a pain in my ass. Oh, yeah. So, I, I'm a little, I'm a little sad and, and you know, for our, for our victim or our guest today. But, uh, without further ado, I want to introduce Ankit Somani. Did I say that right? You got it. Of Alio. So, before I, before you intro, I have to know, with a name like, ankit spelled a-n-k-i-t did you have a lot of fun nicknames growing up
2: actually it was short enough that there wasn't many of them but since <laughs> i've come to us people have pronounced it in so many different ways that i find them you know the right nicknames for me oh
1: well, yeah <laughs> yeah Chad, chat and i had fun with it before the show before we started recording like spank it Crank <laughs> it, crank it, yank it, yeah.
0: <laughs> stank it, yeah, I'm glad, uh, see, so I'm mean,
2: glad I didn't go to school with yeah, you yeah, dude, it, <laughs> we're,
0: we're still, yeah, we're, we're public school anymore. we're still just 12 year olds,
2: <laughs> so,
1: so Ankit, uh, welcome to the show, uh, quick introduction, and then Chad will go into the rules and we'll get to it,
2: thank you, thank you for having me on the show, so hey everyone, I'm Ankit Somani, I'm co-founder of Alio, been in the US for about 11 years now, most of my time in Bay Area, uh, my last stop before starting this company, I was at Google for about five years, spending time building a bunch of artificial intelligence and machine learning products, uh, including my last stop, which was in the Smart Replies Gmail team. It was a fun thing. Ch-
1: Chad just got, Chad just got oh. real excited Oof. when you said Google. I hope you didn't hear
0: the heavy breathing. <laughs> so, Chad, tell, tell him the rules. It is very simple. Okay, Anka, you will have two minutes to pitch Alio. Uh, at the end of that two minutes, you'll hear the bell. Then Joel and I are going to hit you with rapid fire Q&A. If your answers aren't concise, Joe's either going to hit you with a bell, but I'd, I'd rather hear him hit you with the crickets. That means you need to tighten your game up and, and get moving. Uh, at the end of the Q&A, you're either going to receive one of these three from both of us. A big applause. That means you've exceeded expectations. Golf clap. you're you're on your way but you still have a lot of work to do and last but not least it's the firing squad it's time to not want to hear that yeah pack your shit up and go home at that point so that's firing squad (laughs) uh it's time to buckle up and 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 pitch alio joel you ready to go i'm ready Anki, you ready i am two minutes starts
2: awesome Hey, so Alio is an end-to-end AI recruiter with a simple mission, make recruiting delightful and efficient for everyone. And I really do mean everyone. So let's take each stakeholder at a time. Candidates today have a poor experience filling out long applications and not hearing back often from employers, which leads to low capture rates and high drop-offs. For them, we have a deep workflow chatbot that helps them go all the way from, hi, I'm interested in a job, to hired, and even beyond day zero, all over mobile texting or web chat. And we see over 90% application completion rates and about 95% positive sentiment. On the other hand, hiring teams are overburdened, overburdened with administrative tasks, which makes them slow to respond and often leads to high cost of recruiting. We automate the end-to-end flow, including job search, screening, assessments, scheduling, onboarding, and as I had mentioned, post-hire check-ins, so that they save over 50% time, in some cases over 90% cost to hire, while getting 2 to 6x interviewable candidates. Finally, HR leaders often feel lack of visibility and control in the recruiting process. For them, we empower them with the right actionable insights around candidate quality, conversions, 360-degree feedback between hiring teams and candidates on both process and retention, such that they can have the right strategic conversations with their operations counterparts. All of this over the past few years, we've proven with several large customers like Hilton, Brinker, which is the parent company for Chili's and Margianos, RBS, Sprouts, Farmer's Market, and many more. Going back to where I started, we use AI to automate end-to-end process and create an experience-first system for all stakeholders. We are backed by the likes of Google AI Fund, Randstad Innovation Fund, and uh, Bain Capital Ventures. If you want to know more about us
1: finish it finish it
2: yeah, i was just going to say if you want to know more about us check it out check us out at allbio.com
1: he got the yeah. shot off i could see when he said find out and i said just oh, yeah. finish it <laughs>
0: Finish <laughs> it, for god's sakes yeah so okay ankit if you could isolate one major problem allio solves for ta what would it be
2: i think it's automation of end to end process uh, combined with the right candidate experience and both of them go hand to hand because if you think about candidates they're having a poor experience only because there are lots of steps in the process and it takes a long time for them to go through it.
0: It sucks. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And so, you know, in that process, if you can automate it, give them a responsive experience they get a good experience mm-hmm. and hiring teams get more candidates because they are having a better experience. They'll go through the process much more than before. Well,
0: you're talking about process. So this is one of the things that talent acquisition, I don't really think understands is that there's so many different processes that a chat bot or texting or messaging can actually get into. Explain how deep Alio goes into the recruitment process. So give us a step-by-step. What are you actually doing for the candidate? for the hiring team, and obviously for uh, the HR leader?
2: Yeah, absolutely. So if you think from a candidate perspective, they start off with, hey, I might be interested in a job, and that might be looking at a job ad, or it might be you know, going on a careers page, or they've just been in talent pool of some right. company. From that point on, you want to take them all the way to getting hired. And that involves helping them with the right job search, getting them screened, scheduled the right reminders on boarding, all of those mm-hmm. processes are completely automated with our system for several companies. So much so that we have some customers where Alio is the only recruiter in the entire organization. Whoa, stop, Alio- stop,
0: stop, stop, stop. Say that again. Yep. Alio <laughs> is the only recruiter in the entire organization. I wanna hear you say that one more time.
2: I, we have organizations where Alio is the only recruiter in the entire organization directly reporting to the director of TA.
0: Holy shit.
1: <laughs> Ankit, I'm going to back up a little bit. Yep. Your experience, while impressive, has no employment recruitment in its background that, that I heard. Yep. Uh, the Deadpool in this industry is littered with people from Silicon Valley with nice degrees mm-hmm. who didn't understand the space that failed. So, what makes you and your company uh, able to break that trend?
2: Totally. And you are absolutely right. Both me and my co-founder, and we've been friends for like 15 odd years. We were both in professional space, never done recruiting before. So what did we do? We left our job and we started a staffing company. And for seven months, we camped out in restaurants, malls, hospitals, uh, you know, in front of ICUs and whatnot, trying to really get people who were looking for jobs and hiring teams who were looking to hire candidates mm-hmm. And make that happen, right? Get people jobs, and that is how we wanted to learn what really goes on. Because you know, you can imagine in Google, it's mostly professional recruiting, at least where mm-hmm. I was. And so, for me to learn how eighty percent of America gets hired, what are their challenges? It was astounding. Like knowing that six out of ten people do not show up for their on-site interviews after going through that harrowing process, just astounding. And so, that is how we learned. Uh, and then there were a lot of people who you know gave us good feedback as well. That's how we got. So that's it ha- that's
1: that's half the equation. Now, how did you learn to talk to employers to sell your product? Because they are a unique beast to say the <laughs> least.
2: You know, it's funny. Like for us, we literally went out to them saying, "Hey, we have this idea. We think we can automate a bunch of your process and make the candidate experience better. I Would love to get your advice." And it's funny. This industry is so relationship-driven. People are ready to give you advice. And you know, when people are giving advice, they're also thinking in the back of their mind: Is this something that's useful for me? So while you're making it a better product for everybody else, you're you're consistently being evaluated too. And so that's well, how banks. We got our
1: ban- banks don't no. cash advice. The last time I checked. <laughs> are these companies actually paying for this service? Oh,
2: absolutely. We've not okay. done like a single. Free pilot or free deployment. All of our deployments, full or pilots, have been completely paid.
0: So, Good. when you're talking about again the process, okay, you you've got pretty much pretty deep all the way into what it sounds like. You go from the interview process and then you hand off to the hiring managers. Where you really stop? You've got the the front end with the candidate. We'll talk about that here in a second. Yep. But you hand off really. The, at the interview process to the hiring manager, right?
2: That's right. And in fact, you can think of Alio as a, as an assistant mm-hmm. to the hiring team where you can take the candidate all the way from job search to uh, the first interview or the right. second interview schedule. But imagine the hiring manager goes through that interview, says, great, right. want to hire this person, could go and say that to Alio and Alio will take them through offer letter extension and collect background check. Now when the candidate gets hired, Alia will go on further and do post hire check-ins and whatnot. So it's not really a process starts and bigger starts and stops, and that's it. You can have multiple handoff points at different points in the process.
0: These points are generally when you're looking to uh, gather information or provide information, right?
2: That's right. Uh,
0: yep. Yeah. Okay. So so on the front end, when we're talking about candidates. Um, in, in uh, I'm going gen- to generalize for a minute, but chatbots are, are usually reactive. Can Alio be pro- proactive yeah. against a requisition? Absolutely. So, okay. So, so can you open a requisition? If I'm a company, can I open a requisition and have Alio go out and engage old, like old candidates, our silver, bronze, metal candidates, so on and so forth? Can you go and actually set the system off to do that as soon as I post a rec?
2: Absolutely. In fact, there are two elements of it. Not only we will go out to silver medalists, candidates and have a conversation with them, see if they are interested, because it's not always about getting them into a job. Even if you find out, you know, they are not active right now, they might be active in six months. Great. Now Alio knows what to do. But we would even go to talent pool and ask them for referrals. Like we would say, hey, you're not interested right now. Do you have a friend who's, who might be interested? And then get them into the process. So both inbound, outbound of different types can happen.
0: So you're talking about engagement, which is pretty much what candidates and employees need anyway, right? To 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 be able to felt like there's st- feel like they're still a part of the process instead of going into a black hole.
2: Yeah, imagine like playing a game of twenty questions, or instead, you know, if you didn't have any response after each question, that are you, you know, warm or cold? You just know at the end of twenty questions what's gonna happen you'll find people dropping off at the 10th, 12th question. But instead, if you have a much more responsive version, where at every question you know whether this is helping me or not, you'll get people engaged way more.
0: Do you you keep transcripts of these conversations so that they can be audited as well?
2: Yeah, absolutely. We have transcripts of conversations, and some employers want to see that directly. We definitely use it to train our system to become smarter.
1: Ankit, you mentioned in your pitch that you have a ninety to ninety-five percent conversion rate or completion rate. That's right. Do you know what that? How that compares to sort of the typical typical applicant tracking system? Yeah,
2: so applicant tracking system conversion rates vary a lot. Here's the challenge. Most customers, when they look at completion rates, they look at people who start on an application after they have created a profile to when they complete an application. And that would be somewhere between 40 and 80 percent. But what they miss out on is there's a lot of people who come to your careers page, ATS, and the first thing they see is create this uh, username password with like five different special characters and they just drop off there. So if you actually include that, you would get a 3x to 4x increase right there in the net number of candidates going up until even the screening process.
1: So do companies even need an ATS if they have you?
2: Actually, they do. Uh, And so we don't compete directly with ATS because if you think about the ATS market, it is selling compliance and it is selling that, hey, if you get audited, all of the logs and everything is here exactly how it is needed. We think of ourselves as this experience for a system. We always saw a, a huge gap between job boards and ATSs and found that both for candidates and for hiring teams, if you created the right uh, engagement layer, the right conversation layer, then you will get more uh, involvement happening. And then ATSs can be used as a system of record just to store data, not where the action is happening.
0: Yeah. So from Joel's standpoint, he knows nothing about compliance, so he doesn't even understand why somebody would use an applicant tracking system. Ah, uh, okay. So Anke, <laughs> Alio, and you'd actually start off as the end to end AI recruiter. And you guys talk about AI a shit ton through all of your, your sales collateral. Mm-hmm. What is your definition of AI? Everybody's using it, right? They're throwing it out there, blockchain, AI, machine learning. What is your definition of AI?
2: Yeah. I mean, I think, um, AI today, if you look at the gurus of AI, they would tell you AI today is either automation on steroids or pattern matching on steroids. And the way we think about AI in our system is we use it in three different ways. One is during the setup process. So the setup process of an AI system can be harrowing where you need to give a lot of data. There's a lot of setup time involved. And instead, we would automatically go out, scrape job requisitions, applications, build the entire bot in a matter of hours or days, and it can be deployed in weeks. So I think there's an AI component there, which is more around pattern matching. There is an NLP component during the conversation, which is natural language processing. Mm -hmm. And that is people can say open-ended things, and we can understand that here's a data that they're trying to give. Here's a question they want to ask. Here's what they really want to do. Uh, And then the third piece is the intelligence aspect of it. Now that you have collected all of this data, and that's where the end-to-end aspect helps, because you have data across, is how do you use that to generate the right insights, not basic analytics? So those are the three places I feel AI is involved. It's not the decision tree of the chatbot itself. That's not where most of the AI is.
0: When you're talking about setup, this is, I mean, a great transition, because when you get a new requisition, a new brand new job, new company, Mm -hmm. right? How long does it actually take? To set that requisition up in the system because you have all these points, touch points, all these engagement points with candidates, with uh, obviously uh, hiring managers, interview questions, all these different things. How long does it actually set? Because there's a lot of machine learning that still has to happen. How long does it take for that bot, the the Alio, to actually get up and running on that single rack?
2: You know, this is probably one of the most important questions because this is where rubber hits the road. Everything else is about a magical demo. And so if you look at a large enterprise and when we are going and signing up a large enterprise, we would set up the entire conversation system, which is all the flows at the open requisition level, all the questions that need to be asked at 90% level uh, would be set up within hours. And we would give them a bot, a functional bot, the candidate side of it within a day for us to get the remaining data Around, hey, here's the interview information, if they are doing interview scheduling via us, or anything else that mm-hmm. takes about a week to two weeks. So they can literally go up and running for the entire enterprise scale within two weeks. Beyond that, if you're turning on and off requisition, even if you're automatically doing that, looking at their careers page, it is just a matter of seconds, something that happens asynchronously.
0: Again, we're talking about AI here. Mm-hmm. Um, can, can Alio write its own interview questions? I mean, if you're starting to set this up and you have multiple clients, yep. right? And in some cases, you're going to have very like types of requisitions, different types mm-hmm. of jobs, job titles, things of that nature can Alio write yep. its own interview questions by because it's learned so much?
2: That's exactly right. I mean, if you think of a, a role like, for example, let's take forklift operator, you'll find that role showing up with so many different customers. And job requisitions aren't always the best written pieces of art. And so, <laughs> so very often you can look across different companies. You can look at what are the questions being asked. You can also look at where are candidates being stuck and where they are able to respond really well. And so not only you have what questions to ask, you also know the effectiveness of them in screening candidates. And so Alio can do a really good job now, especially with lots of domains that we have deployed in, in coming up with those questions and the right format.
1: Ankit, this is an incredibly competitive space right yep. now. Super hot, right? You got Mia, Paradox, Text Recruit, Canvas. Um, how are you guys different and how are you going to win? Or is it a winner-take-all scenario?
2: Yeah, so let me answer that question in, in four different parts. One, how are we different? Actually, <laughs> two different parts. One, how are we different? And then I'll go into uh, winner-take-all or not. So okay. how are we different? We look at it in terms of th- three things. One is breadth. Breath for us, and that's why we keep harping on end-to-end because we really believe in it. Uh, you know, ATSs and deploying all of these other HR tech systems, it's been a challenge with integrating lots of different pieces of technology. And we want it to be the single system of intelligence, which goes all the way from hire to hire to retire or hire to hire to fire, right? Going past day zero. So the breadth of our platform goes all the way from pre-hire to post-hire. The second part is going deep. So I'll give you an example Interview scheduling, most of the folks in this space will look will use things like Calendly to integrate, which is another system to deploy, more cost to the customer. And so we have invested a ton on our own and recruiting specific with all integrations, group, panel interviews, planning your interview day, everything. So we go deep in our technology. And the third part of competitive differentiation, and I can't stress this enough, is the setup automation part that we are talking about. Because it sucks if you deploy the school, uh, if you want the school new tech and it takes you four months to get it out there. It should take weeks and you should know the results in, in like a month or two months. So that is how we think of differentiation. Uh, I don't look at it as winner's take all at all in this market. It's so greenfield, which is why I don't worry so much about what a competitor X or Y are doing. People will find their own niches and they will grow. Right now, the incumbents is where you are seeing the most of the value against and so you see we see ROIs within three months. And so we don't see any challenge from a growth perspective. So
0: this is not a winner take all? This is a winner take all? Are you gonna take it all? <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: well we wanna take it all. But I don't I I, I it's a, it's a matter of, you know, getting out to as many people, the right kind mm-hmm. of people as quickly as possible. And I think it's good for customers to have choice because there are different right. problems that people will solve. Uh, I don't see in the short term anywhere close to winner take all. I think for the next two, three years... The top two, three players who have all the data and can actually uh, make the system much, much better compared to incumbents, they'll see huge growth.
0: So, do you see the Text Recruit ISIMS deal being uh, a big obstacle, or do you think that that actually just validates exactly what you're doing?
2: I, I look at it as part validation. I never thought of Text Recruit doing the same thing as we are doing. You know, they are a texting CRM mm-hmm. specific to an industry. And what they have done is taken a, a thin product but done really good execution which is you know what got them uh, what got them this ultimate partnership that they are at uh, i'd look at it more as you know people are starting to think about it partners are starting to think about it and you know it's getting really serious mm-hmm which is a good thing because the growth should not only come from forward looking customers, but partners who want to be innovative with the help of other uh, new technology providers.
0: Well, that being said, I mean, you take a look at some of these systems that are just kind of like pieces, parts of what Alio is looking to provide or are currently providing. Yep. Do you find yep. it, do you find it hard to be able to to distinguish, especially when you're going out there and you're competing in the markets between systems that are just subsets of what Alio is actually doing and what are you doing to be able to combat that?
2: Yeah, so goes back to a couple of points I mentioned earlier. One, um, HR tech landscape, if you have to look at point solutions and you have to integrate them, it takes a lot of cost and effort to do that. Uh, and so it's better if there is one system that has the capability to run across. And it is especially true in the AI world because data sharing And really building on top of it is where the value comes from. That's where the two plus two greater than four comes from. So a single system that can cover all of my use cases today and future use cases that I want to get into has a single pane of glass for me and can use the data across, the generated across to actually deliver the right insights, I think has a ton of value. And that's where a lot of our customers really, really think of us very positively.
1: Okay, I think... You'll agree that it's probably a matter of time before technologies like Google's new duplex, where you talk to someone, Mm -hmm. a robot, but it sounds like a real person. Yep. What are your thoughts on that versus a sort of chatbot solution? Are are you committed to sort of the text-based conversations that you currently have, or will you evolve into more of a conversation like with a real person? What are your thoughts on that?
2: Great question. Um, let's let's break it down into, into two parts. One, chatbot as a technology itself. You know, it's not even commoditization in future. Chatbot is already available by so many different pro- chatbot providers. Uh, the difficulty there is the depth of the conversation you're having and the domain specificity. So if you look at Google Duplex, in fact, they were working on it even while I was there at Google. It took three years of training uh, RNN with very specific conversation and gobs and gobs of data for them to produce a conversation very specific to a domain. So the domain specificity is where it is becoming a differentiator to start early, gather the data and make the conversation much, much smarter. In terms of how conversation is evolving, whether it's going to be text based or voice based or, you know, completely experience based slash VR. I think everyone in this space, all they're trying to do is keep up with consumers. And consumers are so hungry. They're always trying new technology. So today, if I get a phone call on my phone, half of the time, I think it's a spam, right? I'm not picking up my phone calls. But if I get a text, if, if you look at my text, I have zero inbox mm-hmm. with text. I have like 1,000 unread emails. So the engagement on text and the responsiveness on text is much higher. But that is something to constantly look out at and see if there are other other ways in which consumers want to mm-hmm. engage, that'll be better. I'm not sure if it's phone call yet. I'm not sold on it yet. So
0: Ronstad right now, I would say, is Alio's litmus test. Um, you're, you have funding from the uh, Ronstad Innovation Fund. Yep. The big question is, how closely are you working with them to be able to bring in new clients, and how many have you actually brought in to date?
2: I think working very, very closely with every operational uh entity within Runstar as you know, it's a large conglomerate. And not just with runstar you know, we're finding partners <clears throat> across job boards, ATSs, agencies, everybody has a different angle to it. And the end to end and modular nature of our solution helps us work with them in different capacities. So I think there's a lot of value people are seeing, a lot of them are deploying, we are able to show results. I think it's, it's probably going to take Uh, I would say another six months to a year for a lot of those stories to become much more public. Uh, Right now, we are in, you know, uh, I would say deep deployments trying to prove uh, larger value.
1: Hankit, talk to me about um, pricing and how that compares to some of the uh, competition.
2: Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, pricing right now, because it's a shiny new toy for a lot of companies, it needs to be priced to value. And if you think about the ROI in this world, uh, it comes from two places. One, if you are engaging that many more candidates, clearly you must be doing something in terms of reduction of sourcing cost. And the second thing is if you're automating processes, you must be doing something for recruiter productivity. And those two generally become part of our business case. You know, So we are easily able to show uh, with those two elements a three-ish month ROI for many of our customers. As I was telling you, there was a customer which even saw 90% reduction in their cost to hire. The way we think about pricing beyond that is people will always come back to technologies that they already have deployed. And we tend to see pricing comparable more than, you know, sometimes people even or rather whatever they invest even in ATSs because the value proposition is very different. So I think competition, uh, I it's it's not clear how everybody is pricing it but people are trying to price based on value. Uh, And it generally comes down to number of open requisitions, number of hires, or number of productivity hours that you're increasing. That's how people are pricing it.
1: And you did a very good job of dancing around that question as well as your competition, because we don't know what anything costs at this point. Contact us now for pricing.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think that is the right thing. Honestly, uh, I really want people to know what problem they are solving, whether whether that problem has a business value for them, and then look at pricing from that context. Because otherwise, it's just like, oh, my God, this is so much or this is so little. Uh, it doesn't really get compared against the right thing. ATS is, for example. All
1: right, all right, all right. <laughs> we got your answer on pricing. Chad, you want to take him to the squad? Yeah,
0: let's go ahead and do this thing. Are you ready, Ankit? I am. Excellent. Excellent. Uh, Well, I'm going to have to start off right out of the gate in saying that, uh, you know, hearing that you actually have clients who are starting to, I don't want to say get rid of, let's say reprioritize what the recruiters are actually doing and allowing Alio to go in there and start to focus on process efficiencies and just making the entire process that much quicker. Because this all comes down to one thing. and we might talk about talent, we might talk about uh, you know how much less time it works, whatever it is, but it's all about cost. It's all about how much can a company save and that's and that comes down into the whole time to time to fill and all that other fun stuff. What you guys are doing at Alio, and and I'm a big chatbot fan overall, but just from the standpoint of what you're doing, not just on the standpoint of being able to engage, because I think engagement is something that we need desperately in this industry, but your ability to attract, which is huge, screen, interview, onboard, and then constantly, as you say, on the AI side of the house and machine learning, you're improving the actual system over and over i think there's still a lot of work to be done with regard to the pitch and being able to make it keep keep it simple stupid for talent acquisition and the rest of us dummies that are out there but uh at the end of the day you're getting a big applause
1: wow very nice all right well i will start off by saying um i love five guys cheeseburgers and Five guys as a client, so automatically you guys are starting uh, on the right foot with me. But I will uh, second what Chad uh, mentioned, but I just think uh, you're clearly a smart guy. I've met you and your partner before. Uh, you know the the core competencies around your time at Google, I think, are going to pay dividends big time in this industry. Um, it's clearly crowded. But when there's a crowded industry, there's usually a ton of opportunity there. Um, And I think that, you know, whether you think there's a winner take all or not, uh, there will probably be at least a Coke and Pepsi in this space uh, and a few Fantas and Dr. Peppers after that. But um, I think if you're in the Coke or Pepsi realm in this space Uh, You're in a very good position because this technology is going to save time, energy, um, the engagement that you're seeing with 90, 95 percent completion rates with candidates. um, That's all fantastic data. Um, So I will I will uh, second my colleague uh, in saying that I think you guys have a, a high mountain to climb. But I think you have the tools, the funding, I think the current client base that you have uh, to at least be that Coke or Pepsi uh, when all is said and done. So, I get, what just big is for you, my friends. What? Two no, <laughs> big applauses, man. We got to be tougher, Chad. So, last one real quick. How'd you come up with the name Alio? Because it's not great. <laughs>
2: You think so? Uh, You know, so what we did, in fact, we actually tried different genders uh, in there. We initially started with Dave, and then we had Ali. We wanted to leave it with something gender neutral, with dead tests, and also something memorable. We actually found good results with Alio, and so that's why we've stuck Mm -hmm. with it.
1: Well, congratulations either way. Thanks for for your time on the squad, and congratulations.
0: Congrats and good luck. Thank
2: you very much. We We
1: out.
0: out.
2: This has been The Firing Squad.
1: Be sure to subscribe to the Chad and Cheese podcast so you don't miss an episode. And
0: if you're a startup who wants to face the firing squad, contact the boys at chadcheese.com today. That's www.c-h-a-d-c-h-e-e-s-e.com.